So the room is already still. You've already settled into your posture. I'd just like to remind us what the practice is today. Coming off some of the things I mentioned last night in the talk, we want to invite ourselves patiently all through the day to see if we can guide our attention to rest in very simple experiences. Very simple experiences of just hearing sounds. If you're sitting here in the room, you can listen to the silence and you can see how little sounds keep coming and going. And your mind will interpret the sounds that might begin a whole story about the sounds. You see if you can relax that part of your mind's activity. Not trying to stop it, but turn your attention to see if you can enjoy the actual sounds and the play between silence and sound itself. And you might bring your attention into your body. And again, your mind will interpret, that's my hand, that's my shoulder, that's my knee. Maybe some pain is coming up, or I wonder what that sensation is. Your mind will do that, but invite yourself to see if you can take interest in the actual flow of sensations. What are you actually feeling in that part of your body? A tingling, a tightness, pulsing of your heartbeat, the play of warmth and coolness. That's a much more direct, simple experience of the body. And slowly the mind will learn. It doesn't need to add a lot of story that you can actually rest in simple experiences, simple body experiences. And those are the realm of just sensations. What does it feel like to have your hands resting where they're resting? What do you feel in your toes? Or any tingling in your face, your lips? The body is a field of sensations that we usually don't pay much attention to. And so you can invite yourself patiently to take gentle, steady interest in body sensations. And then this rhythm of breathing is so reliable. Every breath is different, but we're almost always breathing in or out. And maybe you'll find there's a natural pause between the in and out breath. You might be able to relax and treat each breath as a unique experience, something not to be missed, something not to take for granted. Sometimes people whisper a little internal coaching. They say, what if I would never breathed before and this was my first breath coming in? How would I approach it? Or if today were the last day I was breathing, how would I hold my breathing with a sense of sacredness and an honoring of having one of these amazing 
human bodies to live in. You might notice that that shifts your mind from being a little bored, easily drifting, to where you've invited yourself to take these simple experiences as sacred, as worthy of your full attention. And bit by bit, guiding yourself not to be so enthralled and enchanted and mesmerized by all the thoughts coming through and beginning to live respectfully, kindly within this amazing human body with all of its capacities for sensing the world, all the ways that it stays alive, all the ways that it is a home base for us. And slowly regaining proportion so that thought is just a part of your experience but not dominating. So that's a big part of our, of our work today. In order to do a whole day of meditation, sometimes that feels like a huge mountain you have to climb. And it can set up some fear or you think you have to do some great heroic effort. I'd like to remind you of that metaphor that one part of meditation is relaxing, being at ease in the present. Maybe it's inviting to be at ease in the present when your body's calm, the mind's calm. And can we gain some strength to rest in the present moment even when there are visiting difficulties, when the heart and the mind are energetic and restless, when they're sleepy, when there is discomfort or pain in the body. And if you find yourself reacting to that, see if you can soften the reactions. Invite yourself again to relax into the flow of present time experiences. And then from that place of relaxation and ease to any degree you've been able to welcome that, then you can sit up and appreciate the flow of experience. So one part ease and relaxation, one part collectedness and interest and intimacy What is happening inside? Can I be aware? Can I be conscious of what's happening? And then you'll notice things keep shifting. Different body sensations arise. Different thoughts will come, different sounds. There'll be a shift over time in your mood, in your visiting emotions, in your mental states. We're really flowing through a mystery. We think we know what's coming, and really we don't. And so you 
might take on that sense of adventure. What's it like to be you right now? What are all the different components making up your direct experience? And if you take it breath by breath, relaxed, appreciative, you take it step by step when walking and bite by bite when eating, and then learn to show up in all the little things we do throughout the day outside of those formal practices, we'll really start shifting the proportions inside into this present sacredness where we can be with colors when we see, sounds when we hear, body sensations when we feel into the body, tastes and smells. And then over time, thoughts will really just be thoughts passing through like there's warmth in your hands. There's a certain memory, a plan, some abstract thought. And that's all the right proportion. And that's where we're headed. That's what we're cultivating. Thoughts are not bad, but they tend to dominate us in daily life. So welcoming that spirit of relaxation, welcoming a spirit of letting go and ease, welcoming a spirit of kindness inside. As we become more and more self-aware, we might accidentally feed our inner critic So if you feel yourself being harsh inside, judgmental, again, invite yourself to relax. Invite kindness towards yourself. Kindness towards your neighbors. Let that be a basis for your heart and your mind. And then within that, sit up a little bit, and take interest moment by moment. Be intimate with simple, ordinary, changing experiences. All of you found a posture by now and have learned to support your body. One thing you can know is that you can always Shift your posture slowly if you need to, or come to standing quietly and stand for five or 10 minutes and sit down again. That's if you feel a certain pain in your body that's really starting to challenge you. And then as Spring said early on, at some point we probably have to accept This is what our body's like at this time. There's some discomfort, there's some pain.
So settling into your body, inviting it to be still, peaceful, relaxed. You might slightly lift your chest a little bit because over time we tend to droop. So we might start with our chest lifted a little bit. Once you lift your chest, you just might drop your chin a tiny bit and then find a comfortable stillness of body as comfortable as it can be under these circumstances. In the same way we invite the body into stillness and ease, yet still being upright. We invite the heart and the mind to be relaxed, at ease. And then also still upright in the heart, upright in the mind. Inviting an inner nobility kindness, appreciation. And you might begin appreciating what it feels like in your body. You might get a global sense of your body. Or you might enjoy coming into a very specific area, feeling all the sensations that are obvious in your hands, your arms, your torso back and front. your hips, your legs, your feet. Your neck and your throat and your head. And then there is this rhythm of breathing. And you can find where the breath is most obvious to you. It might be the cool air coming in your nose, the warm air flowing out. You might feel the breath in the back of your throat. You might feel your shoulders rise as you breathe in and relax as you breathe out. Your chest expand and stretch and also relax as you breathe out. A sense of pressure in your belly and then relaxing as you breathe out. 
See if you can find a place where the breath is most obvious. And then gently be loyal with your attention. So you have that blend of ease and interest. Allowing your body to be still, 
and inviting your heart and your mind to be still. It's by invitation, not by force. And then see how long you can sustain your connection to the breath or the body with a little more care, a little more loyalty, a little more interest. Not with force, just a little reminder connect with the breath or the body and see if you can sustain that connection. Of course, the mind will wander, so we don't want to make a problem out of that. We just begin again, connecting, sustaining our attention in a way that we're still relaxed, 
or as relaxed as we can be in these circumstances.
our basic practice is to be loyal to where we've chosen to aim our attention. We want to make sure that that's mostly what we're doing. And yet if you feel that there's something arising in your body that's calling on your attention, some strong sensations that make it very difficult to be with the breath. Then every now and then you can turn your attention towards this field of sensations. Draw up some courage and see if you can be intimate with what you're feeling. What is that stream of sensation? How would you actually describe it in the language of sensation? Is it hot or cold? Is it sharp or dull? What size is the field of sensation? And see if you can relax your relationship to those sensations. Relax any fear or frustration, any restlessness. Allow your body just to have that experience. And then you can always come back to the breath or some other part of your body to rest and regroup.
And for the last few minutes of the sit, I invite you to be, again, at ease. Let your body be still and relaxed. And see if you can let go of any struggle with whatever you're feeling. Or if you've been adrift, see if you can invite connection some loyalty and interest in what you feel in your body. One of the reasons that we are not very intimate with our actual lives is that we haven't really developed the strength to feel all that we feel in our hearts, our minds, and our bodies. And when we can't feel what's going on, we have to react, we have to run, we're compelled to change something, or we shut down, space out, sort of collapse inside. And so all the beauties of life that we want to be intimate for, we have greater access to them, but we have to increase our whole range. We can't just open up to what's easy or pleasant. 
we have to kind of open up to everything. That does begin to sort out some of the patterns we have inside that are challenging. So in some ways it does get, uh, not about easier, but it does get, you have more capacity. That's what we're doing day by day here. But then you'll see that that really opens up also the doorway of the sweetness of being present. But it does mean we have to be somewhat courageous to really follow the river through all different experiences, including some discomfort of the body, some restlessness or different moods that pass through. And sometimes it comes in the form of different troubling thoughts. So those will visit you today, but luckily they're visitors. They're not uh, long-term housemates. <laughs> Any questions about your practice or about the instruction? just a, a recap on what the instructions are to keep them really tangible. Um, <clears throat> one part is to invite yourself to relax, to be at ease. So that's a steady invitation all through the day. And what we have, we have habits that really get us busy. So just keep reminding yourself, relax, be at ease. No matter what the circumstances, relax, be at ease. And then within that, then be curious and intimate with what you are experiencing. So relaxation on one hand, taking interest in the other. And then more tangibly than that, the sort of like an attitude of how we want to go through the day, relaxed and interested. Then invite yourself to uh, be intentional what you do with your attention, intentional with attention. So rather than having it scatter around, intentionally bring it to be clearly with one thing, like the breath when sitting, or the feeling of sensations in your hands. That's a choice, and the mind will wander. So you keep choosing one place to rest your attention. When you're walking, it's gonna be in your feet, in your legs, and those sensations. So there's the attitude of relaxed interest, and then there's direction of your attention to what you feel as you breathe, what you feel as you take steps, what you taste and experience as you eat. So that's what we're doing throughout the day. And then <clears throat> this part hopefully won't make it too complicated, but we generally want to, our attention to be in one place. But if you feel there's this strain because something is really calling on your attention and you've been working hard to be with the breath or working hard to be, but there's this really strong pull, you can consciously say, I'm gonna turn my attention towards that consciously and then turn my attention back. And you can stay with that for 10 seconds, a couple of minutes. You might find that it's interesting for many minutes in a row, but then you'll space out and wander on that too. 
So then we come back to our primary focus. That's really enough for today. That's enough for a while <laughs> to train in all those different things. Anybody else with a question today? Yeah, back there. Sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> so a question, if you couldn't hear it, was uh, welcoming all this relaxation and it leads to sleepiness. And it's, that's, that's pretty common to do that. And Often on the first day or two of retreat, we don't realize how tired we are, how overextended we are. So that is very possible that there's just a deficit from your lifestyle. And when given the chance, your mind's trying to catch up on being sleep deprived. It also, in meditation practice, when we start welcoming a lot of relaxation, our bodies relax, our hearts relax, our minds will say, oh, it must be time to go to sleep. I've never been this relaxed and awake at the same time. So. They must be telling me, now it's time for bed. So we invite that relaxation, but then we also invite sitting up in the middle of the relaxation to appreciate. And if you catch it earlier than when the lights go out and see if you can blend them, blend them early on and see how you can actually let them support each other if you have interest without relaxation, it's complex and it's jarring and the mind's all over the place. Relaxation without the interest does get sleepy and we kind of zone out or actually just start nodding off to sleep. And so it's the blend of these two things. We call them energizing factors of curiosity, courage, interest, appreciation. All those welcome us to be more bright and engaged but it needs to be blended with ease, relaxation. That's why that metaphor came to me and I, what I coached myself in, relaxing in the boat but not going to sleep. I relax and then sit up and appreciate. Relax and appreciate. So that's the, the part that you probably need to cultivate if you start to feel like you're drifting. Welcome yourself to balance with interest with a little internal coaching, gentle, steady coaching. Let's take interest. Let's not miss my life. What's actually happening here? How could I be intimate? How could I be intimate with this experience? And either you'll try not to be sleepy by waking yourself up, or you can take interest in the sleepiness. Wow, I'm so sleepy. It's so quiet in here. Wow, it's so quiet. Oh, I just snored, my God, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> Let's wake up a little more than that. So you really can be intimate with anything. But if we get too sleepy, then the intimacy tends to dwindle because we're just not energized enough. And everybody needs to find that balance and keep refinding that balance. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Yeah. So she was saying that <clears throat> she's been feeling a lot of trembling and maybe a lot of energy coming up, but also a sense that it possibly be overwhelming and she might collapse because it's too much. And if she relaxes more, that might overwhelm her. Yeah. So <clears throat> uh, that will happen. Those are often purifications. Our body is trying to let go of something stored that has a lot of energy to it. And what we do there is we allow ourselves to back off a little bit so we don't overwhelm ourselves. So to acknowledge that, oh, there's a release happening, starting to really uh, make me swim and I'm starting to get overwhelmed. Then the attitude can be not so much about relaxation, which might bring it up, but just see if you can um, back off a little bit, allow yourself some emotional step back from what's happening, a little more relief. The, <clears throat> again, my, my mind gives me these metaphors. Um, the best way to cook your pasta is on simmer. And if you put a lot of heat on your pasta and you walk away, the pot will boil over. And that's not skillful pasta cooking. Nor is it okay, nor is it good to put it in uh, room temperature water just because it's kind of slimy. So you want to actually play with the heat under the pan so that you get uh, a simmering, the tiny little bubbles of simmering. So our practice is to invite intimacy, but you'll see that that actually brings up, wow, I, I don't know how to be this intimate. It's actually starting to overwhelm me. That means that you're probably being too drawn in. And the way I do it sometimes, if I feel it's happening, I'll open my eyes, look out the window, take uh, refuge in the trees, in the, in the light outside. I'll appreciate the immediate experience of the room, all the wood. So it's a very, I'm not leaving the present moment, but I'm shifting my attention to someplace that feels more soothing, more grounding. And it might bring my attention out of my body if I start to feel overwhelmed, but not to just space out. I see if I can ground it in the visual experience, the immediate visual experience. And sometimes that feels like it turns down the heat so I'm not boiling uh, inside or overflowing inside. So it's something to, uh, to play with. And if you really feel like there's a lot going on, um, you can always uh, leave one of us a note and we can help, uh, help you fine tune that. And that's uh, what Sarah's doing. Um, she's really available for people who are having a lot coming up and don't know quite how to meet it. So use us as a resource. I'm gonna uh, pause there because we have a number of announcements. Um, so let's go through them in no particular order of importance, but just what we've written down here. Um, everyone <clears throat> should have been in a group yesterday or today. So we posted the groups for today outside. 
Um, if you're not on the list yesterday or today, leave the managers a note and we'll correct that. So we hope we have everybody in that group. These groups are a chance to just talk about what's happening so far and see if you have any questions. So come in and see if you have a particular question that you want clarified or a particular experience you want some feedback on. And then we'll get to share that in a group. It's helpful <clears throat> um, if you can sit just a little longer after the sit so we have a chance to uh, um, head out the door before you all head out the door. Uh, just, it's just very practical. Uh, it's not that we think we're more important, but um, some of you are really enjoying the slow walking, which we love to see. <clears throat> but if we're behind you, uh, then we're going to miss our meetings and it starts to create a whole time chain reaction. So you can walk as slow as you want if you can let us out first. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> we would like to always have a few chairs open and also a few of these rectangle cushions we call zabutans open so that if somebody really needs to change they can so to do that we need you to commit to just sitting or just sitting on a, a cushion on the floor or on the chair and not have two spots and so if you are mostly in a chair and you want to sit on the ground, just keep your stuff under your chair and hopefully there will be some open um, cushions on the ground if you want to shift your posture. But don't, don't keep two because then we, can, uh, we won't have enough options. And that will allow anybody who's on the outside of the circle to come in, although they might be very happy outside the circle. Yeah, and if you find that you're not using cushions, you can return them and uh, then we, other people can, can use them. So if you find that you gathered a lot, but you're not using them, just put them back on the shelves against the wall. Uh, Sarah will be doing science today. Do you want us to give a little description of that? Okay. Um, yeah, I'll be offering um, sign-up interviews. Well, we call them interviews or just individual meetings today. So... If there's anything going on for you that you feel you need extra support around, um, I have there's some slots open in the afternoon, and the signups uh, you sign up for a time, and where that sign up sheet is is underneath all the the listing of the group interviews today on the bulletin board right outside these doors. So um, I'd love to meet with you if you have something pressing that you'd like to speak about. It's not really a time for chatting so much as um, it really is about your, your practice and how it's going for you and if you need, again, if you need extra support. Um, and, oh, if you've already had a meeting today, a group meeting, then allow um, the spots to remain open for those who haven't had a group meeting today. So... In other words, the, um, the sign-ups are just for people who haven't already had a meeting today, and the same for tomorrow and so forth. So, Oh, the meeting is on the, the meeting location is room two, and it's also posted on the, on the interview sheet, on the sign-up sheet. Thank you. If you see open spots and you feel like she's going to be lonely, you don't have to sign up. She's, she's well-practiced in what to do with her time. Um, well, I want to again encourage uh, bell ringers to ring with gusto so that everybody gets to hear. At least 10 times. Let's <laughs> bring once at least good 10. 
heartfelt calling in the valley bell rings. A reminder to please uh, come on time and arrive a little early so that we can all begin at the same time. That's helpful. Um, we need <clears throat> we need uh, people to um, sign up to be what we call practice leaders. And so there are going to be times that we're going to be meeting with people and we won't be able to come into the hall, especially for the, the two later sits in the morning. And so if you uh, would like, you can sign up and have the opportunity to sit up here and ring this big bell. That's, that's kind of a fun thing. But you have to watch the time, which is, you know, might have a little anxiety about time, but you can work with it. So you do your practice up here. You sit in silence. You don't have to give a talk. You don't have to give encouragement. Um, but uh, please be extremely respectful of the times that we're not in the hall. We need, we need full integrity. And please, um, the, for the person who's sitting up here, um, sit still and um, let the room feel uh, the integrity of your practice. Um, it's not for that person to remind you of anything. It's sort of trusting you that you can do the practice. And then I'll sit up here and they'll be the one watching the time and they'll ring the bell um, when this sits over. But we need some volunteers and there's a sign-up um, place where you can do that. Um, so I just want to show a few hands that to show interest in that. Great. And so afterwards, you can walk out and sign up. Um, and don't sign up if you're in a group. And if you are, scratch your name out and let someone else take that if there's a, if there's a conflict with the meetings that are happening. We ask that people um, not lie down in the hall unless you've already talked with one of us or the manager. Um, lying down is a perfect posture, um, but it's not something to collapse into because in the moment you feel like it. We want to have more um, warrior courage in our practice to either do the sitting or the standing and then if people are lying down, it's because they usually have um, a, a medical need to do that. There's a real injury in their body they're trying to take care of. So um, please sit up or stand when you're doing practice here. And lastly, if you, if you missed a group um, and you realize afterwards, please leave one of us the note. Uh, Spring mentioned that yesterday, but um, we really do need to check in with all of you uh, to keep a sense of what's happening for you on the retreat. So come to all the groups, and if you accidentally happen to miss one, uh, leave us a note. That'd be great. That's it. Have a practice today. Have a sense of the day. And we'll see what happens. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.